0: Yeah.
1: It's Nick the Renaissance Man Helms here on the 8th episode of the Original Geek Show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm uh, riding solo again. Once again, it is just me here. I hope that you listened to the last episode, episode 7, which had Kyle Heron on it. Which, uh, Kyle, is a, the newest acquisition for NH Media. And will be a new podcaster that will be coming on to the podcast network here. And uh, he's doing two podcasts. We talked a little bit about it last week. He's going to be doing a monster of the week. Uh, it's like a a game uh, podcast, and it's called From Possumville. Uh, he's got a full cast now, which more uh, announcement on that will be coming later on. And uh, later on, um, who's all going to be doing that with him? Um, and that starts early twenty twenty two. And then he has another podcast that he's doing with a couple people. Um, uh, doesn't have a name yet. Um, and it's going to be really cool. It's kind of supernatural some, uh, stuff, I think. And uh, it should be fun. So uh, as long as you got locked into the NH Media channel and subscribe to that, then you should be able to catch all of the podcasts that we put out. Uh, and so it will be three. And uh, I think that one's starting in December, by the way, that second one from Kyle. Um, yeah. So maybe more podcasts come in the future. Who knows? Who knows what will be happening in the future, and who will join? Just keep it, keep it locked. Subscribe now, um, and you won't miss anything that we do. Um, but yeah, me just once, me once again. And if you are new to the show, you know that each week on an ep- on the episode, I do what's called the first impression, where I will watch, read, listen to something like that. Uh, something new that I have no pretty much no prior knowledge of. Um, I didn't watch the trailer or listen to a trailer, or I uh, didn't read any reviews on it. Um, I check out the like if it's a show or something. I check out the Rotten Tomato score uh, just before the episode, just to get what the score is, just so um, after I watch it. Just after I watch it, not beforehand, but after I watch it, to know what other people thought, um, but beforehand, I don't know anything about the show pretty much, and so I just want to go in as blind as possible to things, and that's called The First Impression, and we'll do another one today, and like every other episode, and today's first impression was supposed to be Dune. Um, however, I did not realize that it was Monday was the last day um, that Dune was going to be free on HBO Max. Um, for it leaves for like 90 days and then comes back again because um, it was there for the first 30 days theatrical release. I didn't realize that Monday was that day. I didn't realize it had been a whole month since Dune had been out. Um, so um, I went to go watch it yesterday, which today is Wednesday, November the 24th. Um, and I went to go watch it yesterday, Tuesday. And I was day late, day late, dollar short. So we don't get Dune first impression. So I did say that we were going to watch the Dune first impression last week. And, uh, I was trying, you know, trying to tease it a little bit, and guess what happens when you tease people? Nothing happens. That's, um, apparently teasing leads to nothing. Uh, and, uh, so we're not getting doomed, but that's okay, because I watched Hitmonkey, the first episode on Hulu, new Marvel cartoon animated show, and, uh, we're gonna talk, we're gonna do that, and then I also watched, um, I was scrolling through Netflix, new things come to Netflix, and I got a huge list of stuff, by the way. But then I saw that the Jonas Brothers have a Jonas Brothers family roast, which is just a comedy roast of the Jonas Brothers. And I thought, hey, that seems pretty funny. Um, I don't know. So I decided to watch that as well. And uh, so I got a first impression on that. And, but we wait we to the first impressions to the end of the episode. And so kind of draw that out a little bit. And so you're going to have to wait. To the end of the episode, to get my thoughts on both of those. However, I will give you a few thoughts on some other things, um, such as Eternals. Uh, Eternals is a Marvel movie in the MCU. It's kind of uh, not gotten the best reviews um, from critics and stuff. But uh, I took the family to see it this past weekend, took the boys to see it, and, uh, took, and the wife while we and some other kids, um, because it's Riker, which is uh, my second child. Second son, he turned nine, and he wanted to go see Eternals for his birthday. So we went and watched Eternals for his birthday. And Eternals is a 2021 American superhero film that's based on the Marvel Comics race of the same name. It was produced by Marvel Studios and distributed, distributed, distributed by Walt Disney's uh, studios, uh, the motion pictures. It's the 26th film in the um, MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you're fancy like that. And uh, this film is directed by Chloe Zhao. Um, she also helped write the screenplay with a few people. And it stars a cast that uh, includes a lot of people. Uh, most notably, uh, Kit Harington from Game of Thrones. Sama Hayek is in there. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, there, there's a lot of people that are the Eternals in there. Uh, in the film, the Eternals, uh, they're a mortal alien race. They emerge from hiding after thousands of years to protect Earth from the ancient counterparts, the Deviants. Um, and it's a very interesting story, um, I really enjoyed it, I really enjoyed the characterizations, I didn't know anything about the Eternals, by the way, I mean, I had seen the trailers, so I guess technically it wasn't a first impression, but in the sense, in a sense, it kind of was my first impression of the Eternals characters, um, because I've never read any Eternals comic books, even though I read tons of comic books, you guys should know things, I read like a couple dozen every week, at least, and trades and stuff if i got time, um, so I mean, I read a lot. Uh, but I've never read anything that had to do with Eternals. And so I decided to... Um, I I, just, I mean, I watched the trailer, the first one, second one, maybe. And I can't really remember. Um, but I know that I watched the trailer, so it doesn't really count as a first impression. Um, but like I said, I never knew anything about the Eternals before that. And I was actually... And, and you know, I hadn't heard, you know, lots of uh, bad press about it. You know, and just people just didn't enjoy it. It was kind of... It's like the lowest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes of the MCU too I believe Um, which I did not um, did not get those numbers for you Um, but um, man lost my train of thought there Uh, but you know what I thought about it was is that I thought it was a really great movie I mean I I don't know anything about the Eternals before the hand, now I do I thought they were really cool Um, I thought it was amazing, I thought it was a great story, I think Chloe Zhao is a really amazing director, Um, and I thought uh, overall, just the whole movie was um, really good, it was kind of slow in some parts, Um, I think it could have trimmed up some stuff, because it was a a really long movie, Um, I mean it was a little over two and a half hours long, or a little under one of the two, Um, and I think they could have cut some stuff, and it would have been a lot better movie. Um, but I don't think any of it was bad. I just think that some of it was unnecessary. Um, some of it was just a little bit of bloating. I mean, you know, take some Mydol or something and go about your day. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I thought the movie was really well done. I mean, I, d- I don't know how it could have made that better, to be honest with you. Um, but like I said, I don't know much about the Terminals. But I thought it was a well done movie. thought the acting was amazing. Um... And kind of, it made me want to read some Eternals comics. So you know, you may get me, uh, get some further impressions, even though I never did a first impression. You may get some further impressions, uh, from me about the Eternals, um, in general, if I read some Eternals comics. But we will see. We will see how that goes. Um, I did mention earlier that today of recording is Wednesday, November the twenty fourth, which means tomorrow is Thanksgiving, uh, in America here. And so, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I hope that you have a great holiday with your family or friends or whatever. you are saying it's safe, but I hope they get full and that uh, and you don't put on a lot of weight. <laughs> so, uh, if that's what you want, unless you want to put on a lot of weight, I mean, whatever. I hope that you just can eat your heart out, enjoy the holiday, and it just you have no consequences for that because that's what I want for you. This Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for you. I am thankful for you listening to the show. I'm thank you for, thankful for you for supporting NH Media and all the things I'm trying to do here. Um, if you've read the Vengeance Emergence comic book number one, I'm thankful for for selling over 200 copies, um, almost 250 copies now, and I have very limited stock left—a couple dozen maybe comics left—and so I decided for Thanksgiving, I'm doing a thankful for you special comic special. Where you can get the Vengeance Emergence shirt, which is normally $20, and then the Vengeance Emergence number one book, which is normally $5, and you can get both of them for a combined total of $10. $10, that's right, today, Wednesday, November 24th, if you listen to the show today, through Sunday, um, which is 28th, uh, 28, 28, I think, Yeah, I think that's how math calendars work, um, you can get both of those together for only $10. Which is the lowest that i've ever marked stuff down and so you're basically saving 15 bucks over 50 percent, by buying those so if you already have the book you can go ahead and buy another one in and in a t-shirt and uh, get to someone special this holiday season this christmas um and then if you haven't read it what are you waiting on i mean because it's a great book and i know i'm a little biased but no one's told me that it was
0: a bad book so
1: uh and i am sold over 200 copies um, so, I, I've only got a positive response. If people have negative response, they haven't told me, and I, 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 I want negative response. I, I do, um, but no one ever gives me. So, I mean, I, I, I'm really proud of my writing. I'm really proud of this, uh, comic as well. I mean, this is a story that I've been wanting to tell since 2007. So, um, just to be able to finally tell it, it's, it's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. And, uh, yeah, you can get the first issue and a shirt for only $10 right now until Sunday. Unless you listen to this after Sunday. But if you listen to this episode after Sunday, then maybe message me and see what I got. Maybe, maybe I'll be nice to you and for Christmas I will let you get the special still. But only if you tell me you listen to the episode after Sunday. And you must use the code, I goofed up. And I will forget that code, but as long as you remember it, that will be all that matters. This <laughs> let's get into the rest of the show. I goofed up. Oh, man. I am I'm dumb sometimes. Uh, but anyways, as I said, Eternals, um, I believe they made... They they definitely almost doubled their box office, or the budget in the box office. So we should we should be good. And uh, it's set up for a sequel, set up some, for some other things. Um... Stuff. There's two. There's a mid-credit scene and then a post-credit scene. So if you go see the movie or gonna sit wait till it comes out, make sure that you stay for those credits to end uh, before you just call it a day. Okay. All right. So let's get into some news. Some news that we had um, for the last episode, but I had to cut it because me and Kyle talked a lot about Spider-Man: No Way Home and the trailer and um, what we thought was gonna happen in the movie. So I'm just getting some. Uh, l- um, old news taken care of here now and uh, so anyway Netflix is making a blockbuster series <laughs> based on you know blockbuster the video rental store that Netflix put out of business uh, they're now in a really weird circle of life moment are making a show uh, it, 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 it's gonna add an insult to injury um, but uh, Netflix announced that it was going to create a story about Blockbuster. Randall Park is set to star in the project uh, from Vanessa Ramos, uh, who um, is, uh, did Superstore in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, it's about the last Blockbuster video branch. I um, believe that Dave Casp and Jackie Clark are set to uh, write. The ten-episode first season of the single-cam comedy. It's described as an ensemble comedy that takes place in the last blockbuster video in America and explores what it takes, and more specifically, who it takes for a small business to succeed against all odds. Um, but yeah, so Randall Park's amazing. Uh, we really loved him in uh, Wandavision, and uh, which uh, just came out this year. And, let's see, uh, Superstore was a really amazing show, really, me and the Mrs., Uh, enjoyed that, Mrs. OG, uh, Lacey, and uh, we really enjoyed Superstore, so, um, that's really cool that the team, because one of the directors, as director on Superstore, and then Vanessa Ramos, uh, made Superstore, Um, great show, check it out if you haven't, all the seasons, all the seasons are on Hulu, so, um, yeah, uh, check it out, though, and I'm really excited to see, uh that show on Netflix, and what a great team behind it, and, uh, it's just really interesting moment that they are doing this, um, they're doing this whole thing, and, um, Now, because it's really, it's just really funny um, that they're doing that in in just this weird circle life moment of, you know, Netflix put Blockbuster out of business, and now they're doing a show about Blockbuster, and I swear that one day, somebody's going to make a documentary about Netflix putting Blockbuster out of business, and then how they made a show about Blockbuster. And then one day, somebody will make a series about that documentary about Netflix putting Blockbuster out of a business and then making a show about it. And it's just going to keep going and going. That's that's what's going to happen. I'm calling it now, documentary, and then one day a series about the documentary being made. Oh, yeah. A documentary series about the documentary or something. I don't know. I'm very confused what I just said. But, yeah. Check it out when it comes to Netflix because it's random park. Uh, But, yes, let's see. Let's move on, though. We had another little thing that happened right before the show last week, but I decided to just cut that, uh, not to mention that as well, um, which I knew that Kyle would be kind of like want to talk about it, but I knew that we were going to be talking so much about Spider-Man that I decided to go ahead and move that to today's show. But, anyways, yeah. Uh, So it had been rumored for just a little bit, um, but it was rumored that Warner Brothers was making a fighting game. And in that fighting game, you were going to be able to fight uh, with characters from all their different properties. You know, like, uh, they made Space Jam and uh, the new Space Jam. I mean, I haven't watched it, but I know that in the new Space Jam, they uh, have... Like, like, you see characters from all their properties at the game or whatever like that, right? Um, my kids have watched it. I haven't watched it because it's not Michael Jordan. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I was uh, wonder wondering... <laughs> you- you- you know how they did that, and, like, I had, had all these characters from all these other properties, Well, and you're like, oh, well, wouldn't be cool if all these characters fight each other in a fighting game? Well, somebody thought that. I don't know if you thought that, but somebody thought that, um, because it was rumored um, that it was going to happen. And then, last week, right before we started recording, they announced it. Warner Brothers is coming out with a game called Multiversus. In multiverses, the multiverses hit your fingertips as you battle out in a two, tense two-versus-two matches up against Batman and Shaggy. Try using Bugs Bunny and Iris Stark. This platform fighter lets you play out your fantasy matchups in a fun co-op or head-to-head fight for supremacy. That's right. You get to fight, and uh, all these characters, which is kind of going to be like Super Smash Brothers, but they're going to have two-on-two matches. Um, it's cross-platform. It's also free-to-play. As well, um, they also have one versus one matches and four-player free for alls as well. Just not two for two matches. Just let it by now. Um As I said, it has local and or it has online and local uh, play. Um, the um, and characters will be able to be customized. Um, they haven't announced all the characters yet. They have dropped a trailer. Um, and this is coming out next year. They've dropped uh, all these rosters so far. Um, Uh, anyways, from uh, Game of Thrones we have Ira Stark, and then let's see, we got uh, we got Looney Tunes here, we got Bugs Bunny, um, we got DC superheroes, we got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and of course Harley Quinn, and then uh, from uh, Adventure Time they have Finn uh, the Human and uh, Jake the Dog, then from Steven Universe they have Steven Universe and Garnett. And then they have Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, and they have Tom and Jerry as well. And then they have a new character called Rain Dog, uh, which is an exclusive character for the uh, for the game. And uh, yeah, so that seems like interesting. And they're supposed to be. They've had some other rumored characters, but it's kind of it's kind of crazy though. That all these characters you to be able to fight Batman fighting Shaggy from Scooby Doo, um, and then it's, all, it's always rumored of people wanted Shaggy to be in Mortal Kombat, um, Ultra Instinct Shaggy, um, and <laughs> which is a Dragon Ball reference by the way. In case you didn't get that. Um, and anyways, so it's just crazy that this is actually this is actually happening now. So and that we're we're getting this uh, we're getting this. So, um, apparently. So, uh, that's kind of cool, though. I'm really excited that it's free-to-play as well. So, that that's the most exciting part about it. And it's cross-platform. That means my kids can get it on the Switch. I can get it on PS5 or my new Xbox Series S um, that I mentioned last week. Um, that did come in the next day, by the way, in case you listen to the show. Um, and uh, to be able to play against each other is always cool um, cross-platform because we... I, I played Fortnite with the kids um, I, uh, for a really long time. I didn't play Fortnite. And then um, I did play Fortnite for a little bit. And then I stopped playing for a long time for some personal reasons. Um, and just emotional, personal reasons. Um, it messed me up mentally. Um, but then um, my kids, uh, my, one of my buddies, um, was wanted me to get in back into it and play with him. And then my kids wanted me to. So I, I'm giving it the whole college try again and uh i'm i'm getting back in the fortnite every once in a while not too much um, cuz now halo infinite multiplayer's out um but anyways um having that fun moment of playing with your kids is really cool and so i'm able to do that uh be able to do that with multiverses sounds like a cool idea and it's free to play as well so that um it's even better so whoops sorry about that <laughs> should have on that. Uh, I was messing with my phone network. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited about Multiverses. Check it out when it comes out. Free-to-play, so why not check it out? Speaking of games, though, uh, WWE 2K22 um, is coming out uh, soon, next year, I think. And um, I don't really know when the release date is. Uh, in March, March, March. Anyways, That's uh, from 2k games. Uh, they took out they took a little bit off. They didn't make a 2021 version The last one they made was 20 2k 20 wasn't well received. So they, they've been gone for a little bit and they're bringing it back and uh, Now they just showed off a video um, last week that focuses on new and returning gameplay model modes um, uh, and So we're gonna I'm going just to talk about now the full details for the game are they're not gonna reveal that till January believe um but the video um showed off incredible graphics of course and but i'm uh really interested in some of these modes so let's let's talk about some of the modes real quick um but yes they have uh for a long time um the fans have requested gm mode which uh it's called they're bringing it back finally it's called my gm mode um, it hasn't appeared in a wwe game since smackdown versus raw and so that is like uh, fourteen years ago, um, based on time, and uh, it allows users to book wrestling shows, build popularity of superstars, and figure out which is the dominant brand, Raw or SmackDown, based on ratings. And while the series was popular in that SmackDown versus versus Raw series, it saw a resurgence of proper popularity uh, recently uh, between Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze on the YouTube channel Up Up Down Down so we um they did a weekly show called battle of the brands um and so really i'm pretty certain that that because of that popularity is why they finally decided to bring back the gm mode because fans have been wanting it for a really long time and they weren't doing it but then with them doing it on up up down down and making it you know i guess they couldn't just ignore it anymore um so uh, that's going to be really cool um the mode apparently um they said um, some of the devs from visual concepts said that um you, you work your way up from booking gyms to television so that's pretty cool um a mode that has been on their recent years it's showcase mode that's also that's returning um and while it, um, it hasn't been confirmed yet based on the videos it does seem to revolve around the career of ray mysterio who um because he appears in a documentary style interview in the video um, that came out in the past. The story says uh, that series uh, has morphed into more of a 30 for 30 style of storytelling where players take control of wrestlers during certain matches in their career. And so a lot of things have happened in Rey Mysterio's career. He's been in business for a really long time. So, I mean, that seems like a, um, a great person to ride with. And he's a really popular with fans. So, that's, that's pretty much a good idea and a, pretty much a given based on what we've seen um additional modes mentioned or also uh, are my rise which is uh the rebranded my career mode where you create a wrestler and take them on a journey from nobody to di- the wwe hall of famer um, during the presentation visual concepts team alluded that this won't be as linear as previous installments so the choices your character makes will actually lead to different subplots so there's multiple um paths that you can take with your wrestler and um, so uh, that's going to be cool. Um, the last one that they showed off is another new... Uh, is, a, is a new... Um, not another new. Uh, it's a, uh, a new thing called My Faction. It uh, lets players build a legendary group of wrestlers um, in that you collect, manage, and upgrade superstars and take them to different game modes and or weekly events. This is a single-player game mode where you use virtual currency and it's not going to be a pay-to-win mechanic. So more likely the things you buy with with the uh, virtual currency will be just cosmetic and so it's basically you create a faction like the Nwo or Generation X or something like that or evolution horsemen something like that a new day um, and you uh, basically build up you you choose people and then you know you have your faction and then just try to be the best faction so uh, basically so um, but yeah so all of those are new modes that are gonna be coming. Um, lots more things um, that are going to be coming in WWE 2K 22 and and like I said, it's being done by Visual Concepts Um, and so they had to, which uh, Ukes used to make the game and they left the series and so now it is uh, being done by Visual Concepts, so they had to rebuild the game basically and um which is why usually the game usually comes in around you know like around this time now or october um which which it should but that's why it's now coming out in march so um yeah so um but yeah so that's that's what's uh, happening on the wwe game front And I believe that is all of the news stuff um, that I have for you. Um, But before we get into the first impressions, I want to talk to you quickly, not quickly, I guess. I'll give you my thoughts on Hawkeye. Hawkeye is the new series that's on Disney Plus. Just came out today, November the 24th, 2021. Literally just came out. Uh, today And I'm already going to talk about it. Well, I'm not going to spoil too much about it. I'm not going to really spoil anything about it. So, you, you know, put away your picture for it. And uh, just know that uh, I did watch the first two episodes of Hawkeye. And, um, yeah. So, I just want to give some brief on it. And just to let you know, Hawkeye right now has a, on the tomato meter, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at 87 and then um, the audience scores a ninety six. Um, I don't know what to say here or that. Uh, well, let me let me preface preface this by saying I think Kate Bishop is an amazing character, and I'm really excited to see her come into the MCU. Um, and I think Haley Steinfeld does an amazing job at playing uh, Kate Bishop, and I think that uh, Jeremy Renner does an amazing job at playing Hawkeye. And continues, has been doing that from the beginning and continues to do that. Um, I think they do a lot of great things in this Hawkeye show. Um, having said that, I think the show, um, thank goodness that the first two episodes both came out today because I feel like if the first episode just came out, I'd be kind of, I'd be a little more upset because nothing really too much happens in the first episode. And it's kind of, uh, I don't know. Um, I just think that it, it required both episodes to come out today and it wasn't a bad show i i just don't want to say that it's not a bad show it's an amazing show it's a really great show however i think it is kind of slow um in the pacing and i think that not enough really happens it's kind of you know i just don't i just don't know like it just i feel like more should happen in an episode than what happens in the episodes but I mean, I really like the content that we get in the episodes. I just think that more should happen in each episode, you know. And just, it just don't feel like enough. There's a lot of, it's just with two episodes set up basically. But I think that the future of Hawkeye show is going to be really good, and uh, and I think that it's going to get better as it goes along. It's just that these first two episodes just really left me wanting more, and I just wasn't as pressed, impressed on that show as I had been on the three previous Marvel shows um and so that's where I'm at that's where I'm at um which I mean I wasn't really super excited for Hawkeye compared to other ones anyways that are coming up like Moon Knight She-Hulk and, and Miss Marvel and stuff like that really excited about those characters and so uh, but I am a huge Kate Bishop fan and so I'm really excited about having Kate Bishop and as I said I think Haley Steinfeld did an amazing job and there was nothing wrong, per se, with what happened on the show. I just feel like there should be more. And I'm leaning more to this 87 than I am the 96 that audiences are giving it. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see if I still remain that as the show goes along. We will wait until the finale of the show and then talk more about it give it a week or so after that and then uh, we'll do some we'll do a spoiler filled chat about it and how I felt about the whole season uh, but right now I'm uh, you know I'm cautiously optimistic I guess anyways I don't know uh, I, I mean I don't want you to take it wrong I think you should watch the show you know, uh, it's just that I, I, I wanted more just based off of stuff that I've seen in trailers And then what we got in those first two episodes, I felt like there was a disconnect somewhere. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But I don't want it to come off bad. Because I really liked liked the characterization of the show. I mean, I don't know if I could do a better job. So, I guess I can't talk too much. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot involved. But anyway, let's get into the first impressions before someone start, stops listening to this damn show and listens to something else. Show. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so first impressions. I watched two things this week. I watched the first episode of Hulu, Marvel's Hulu show, Hit Monkey. And uh, that show is an animated show based on the Marvel character, Hit Monkey. And in case you didn't know... Um, so, Hitmonkey was part of a, seri- a series of different shows that were going to tie together, um, which uh, we could call the Marvel's Offenders uh, branding shows, because they were doing Modoc and then they were doing uh, Hitmonkey, and then they were doing a do Dazzler, or Tigra, I don't know if those were together, and then Howard the Duck, and then, um, which was going to be done by Kevin Smith, and then all these shows were going to tie together, and then they were going to do a group show called The Offenders. Um, but however, the Marvel Studios all got combined, and Marvel Television got all combined into one thing, and then under Kevin Feige, and some stuff got canned, mostly the Offender stuff. Um, however, um, the, um, MODOK show was pretty much almost done, and then the Hit Monkey was, had was far enough in production that they allowed those to stay, but then they canceled the Tiger, or Dazzler, or Howard the Duck, and the Offenders. Uh, the, uh, the, you know, all of them together. Uh, they canceled all that stuff. Um. So, yeah. However, I think that Marvel might have made a mistake with that because I don't understand why they would, you know, unless they have pla- other plans for those characters. I don't know. In movies, I don't know why they did. Um, I really en- kind of enjoyed Modoc, Um, that who did? It was uh, claymation stuff, like you know, like Robot Chicken, and I thought that was pretty good. And uh, the Hit Monkey, um, I watched that. It's it's very interesting. Um, Hit Monkey is uh, Hit Monkey is about uh, this uh, character, this uh, assassin uh, named Bryce, and he goes to Japan. And he is going to, have, he has to kill this person. Uh, he's an assassin, like I said. And that, um, I'm trying to think here. And he, he's supposed to kill someone. And he, um, uh, get, kills the person that he's supposed to kill, but then, um, his boss betrays him and sends, um, some other assassins to kill him. Anyways, well, let me let me let me go back here. Okay, all right. So anyway, Marvel's Hit Monkey, or if you just want to call it Hit Monkey, it's a it's, it's American adult animated streaming television series um, created by Will Spike and Josh Gordon for for Hulu. So as I said, it's adult animated, so probably not good to watch kids watch that. Even though it says Marvel, right. um, that's why they put it on Hulu, not Disney Plus. Um, it was. Uh, it stars um, many people as voices, including uh, Fred uh, Tesca corey Olivia Munn, uh, George DeKai and um, as the voice of that assassin I was talking about, um, is Jason Sudeikis, um, who does pretty, he's pretty hilarious. Um, but anyways, um, Hitmonkey, um, he is a Japanese snow monkey. Um, and, but as I, going back to the uh, assassin, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Uh, the assassin Bryce, uh, he ends up getting killed, um, and, or he gets attacked, and then he's kind of like, uh, gets killed, um, by, in this, in some waters, by this group of snow monkeys, Japanese macaws, um, and, he, he doesn't get along with this one monkey, who kind of wants them to like, give up on him, and then, um, he's like, doing his little, assass- he's doing assassin training, and, and with like, and with snowmen, and then, so that one monkey's like, watching him, And then, so he's, like, talking to the monkey. I don't know, he talks to the monkeys like they understand him, and they do understand, I don't know, but the monkeys don't talk. Um, But that was kind of (laughs) weird. And then these uh, assassins come, and they come back for him, uh, for Bryce, and they kill him and all the monkeys, except for that one monkey, who then grabs uh, dude's guns and then kills all the assassins. So then I guess he goes to, on this mission to um, get revenge for all the monkeys. And um, when he's at the train station at the end, um, he um, finds out that Bryce is a ghost now. And so he's going to mentor this monkey, this hip monkey. So that, that's pretty much the rundown of the first episode. Um, as best I can, give it to it. it it's a crazy show. It's really weird. Um, at first, I thought the animation kind of threw me off at the beginning because it was like really the like really quick motion uh, animation, and I didn't really like that. Um, but then it got a little bit better. and I still don't necessarily know if I like the animation all together. It's like this Archer style, and that's kind of something I'm interested in, um, which is not nothing wrong with it, um, but it's just not me. Um, Hit Monkey has a 73. Rotten Tomato score with a 93 audience score. It was the show was pretty good. It was it wasn't bad at all. Um, I'm just gonna have to see more. I'm kind of semi interested in it. I'm sent more like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go in the middle of these two. So I'm gonna go right now 83 out of 100. So I'm an eight out of ten on the ten scale um, currently and. Um, I just don't know, I mean it wasn't that bad or but I'm not for sure if it was super interesting. I think that maybe if I watch some more then um I will um be interested in it, but I'm not for certain, you know. Um and that's not going to be something that I rush out to watch, I guess, which is not bad as I said. Um but I don't I don't Care to watch it all right now so I'm not gonna like stream it all or whatever and uh, watch all of it. but it wasn't a bad show and I, I just think that it wasn't necessarily meant for me as an audience person um, but I, I did enjoy what I saw that was pretty good um, but as I said I'm leaning more on that eight lower eights almost a high seven on the on a scale of ten so I mean I'm way below what the audience thinks, so maybe I just have to see more. Um, I thought Jason Jason Sudeikis is really good, uh, his voice work in that. um, But it also kind of took me out sometimes when he's trying to be overly funny, because I was like, it's just Jason Sudeikis, so it kind of took me out of the character. And I don't know, I've never read any Hitmonkey or anything like that, so I don't know about the character, Bryce, uh, and whether he's supposed to be like that, so I don't know for certain. So, maybe someone smarter than me will have to tell me that. Um, but, I just, you know, maybe, you know, may, I, I mean, maybe it's supposed to be like that. I don't know. It just, I I felt like, I was just watching Jason's, I, it kind of took me out of the moment sometimes. But, I, I as I said, I don't think it was a bad thing. I just think that the show was made for someone else, but not me. Um, but, I'm going to watch it because it is Marvel thing. It's just not going to be something that I finish soon. So my final impressions of it, or further impressions, as they're calling, you're going to get those much later on uh, because there's plenty of other things to watch. I got a lot of first impressions to watch and some shows I'm going to... I need to finish up with Lock and Key um, and then, you know, may get hooked on other shows and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, But great show though nothing wrong with it just not my style of animation or story wise um but I think that there's some people that will listen to this podcast and real, will really enjoy that type of th- deal and the zanginess of that monkey deal and so um yeah check it out though give it give it a view you know because of this thing that uh a view should be given out for me and let me let me know if if you think different than me so uh but yeah that is what I gotta say about that and let's move on though to the other thing that I watched and as someone that's gonna be listening to the show is probably gonna be like why are you gonna go from this to this which are two separate and admittedly it, it is a weird jump going from uh hit monkey to this next thing as I said I was browsing Netflix and uh, looking at the new releases just to figure out stuff that I was going to add to my ginormous list now of first impressions. And I saw something and I was like, you know what? I'm trying now to uh, gonna try to start doing first impressions on stuff that gets, that's new and try to do at least one thing that's new uh, each episode that I do. Um, and then try to do something else that's maybe been out for a little bit. Um, just, just so I can be current with the things can get my first impression on something that literally could be your first impression of it as well. Um, But I saw that the Jonas Brothers had a family. It's called the Jonas Brothers Family Roast. And uh, I was like, okay, let's watch this. Because I enjoy comedy roast. And so... um, The Jonas Brothers Family Roast is a Netflix special that roasts the Jonas Brothers. In case you don't know who the Jonas Brothers are, they're a pop band... Um, group band group group band groupy band and that consists of brothers Nick Kevin and uh, Joe Jonas um, they 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 formed the band when they were kids and then they broke up for a bit and then they got back together a couple years ago and made music and stuff and do the things um, some of them act uh, like Nick was in Jumanji movies the newer ones with the rock. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, but anyways, there's a there's a roast of them on Netflix now that you can watch. And there's no Rotten Tomato score on it, so I can't get any other people's impressions on it. But I can tell you that I watched it as first impression, and I laughed so hard many times. I enjoyed it so much, and I don't know... It was just because it was just people ragging on the Jonas Brothers, but, I mean, their wives were ragging on them, too. That was pretty hilarious. Um, John Legend did a song about them. which was pretty fun. Um, But I did not expect to enjoy it, to be honest with you. I mean, I just watched it just because it was new, and I just thought I'd probably chuckle a few times, but I laughed out loud, legit, literally laughed out loud several times. It was so hilarious. Um uh, Pete Devison's in it. Um he was hilarious. it's hosted by Keenan Thompson. Um but it it's it, it was great. It was it was so good. I really enjoyed it, like I said. Um I kinda the song that John Legend did, I kinda want that on my Spotify playlist now. Um I can't believe that I laughed out loud so much. You could ask my wife. I was literally laughing out loud. I had made her come in here a couple times because it was just so hilarious. Um and, but, yeah, um I think that you should watch it. And I, for some reason, this is going to be weird. D- please don't hate me on this. I recommend the Jonas Brothers Family Roast more than I recommend the Hit Monkey. I, I, I know, I know it's weird. It's weird. I know. It's so weird. you listening to it right now and you're thinking, what? But yes, yes, Um, I enjoyed myself on it, while watching it, and I, I, if there was another one, I'd watch that before I'd watch Hit Monkey's episode two, it's just, it's just how it is, um, yeah, I know, I know, I know, take away my geek card, I get it, I get it, I understand, I know, taught me all you want, that is perfectly okay with me, because I had a great time, and I think that you should watch Netflix as Jonas Brothers Family Roast, um, and, and, and don't get confused by the name, Family Roast, and thinking that, oh, it's just family, you know, there's going to be no cursing or anything like that. It is very adult humor in that, and Family Roast, I think it's just called that because their wives are on there, so, and they all three roast their significant others, so it was pretty good, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, um, what, uh, look out for that, uh, Pete Davison joke about, um, Sophie Turner, who's Joe Jonas's wife. that that joke, that joke got me, got me rolling, and then the John Legend song got me, I laughed pretty good at that one too, but there were some other ones, uh, that was pretty funny, but uh, so I'm going to lean on it, it's a 9 out of 10 man guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I enjoyed it more than Hitmonkey, I really did not expect it, um, I Just was just filler really, and just so I could do what I want to do, of doing a new thing every episode uh to mix it up a little bit and, and it, it's just sorry it just happens it happens it happened let's not touch on it let's not worry about it let's not make a big deal out of it let's just go watch the Jonas brothers family roast on netflix enjoy yourself laugh out loud i mean i think you'll laugh out loud uh, I, I think you will um but yeah go watch either of them it's all good make your own opinion i don't care um it, it, we all have opinions Opinions are like buttholes, we all have them. Sometimes they stink, sometimes they don't. Um, so, I don't know. Yep, that's what I'm with. That's, That's the analogy I'm using today. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's it, that's the first impressions. That is all, really, that I have for you on today's episode. However, before we leave you today, Um, uh, you know, once a week, I try, uh, comics come out on Wednesdays, um, DC puts their books out on Tuesdays, and Marvel and independent publishers put their books out on Wednesdays, so per usual on the episode, I'm gonna give you my suggestions for some comics this week. I totally just took a line for the video that I do at Retrograde Comics, but that is totally okay, um, but yeah, I just, I love comics, comics is my favorite medium, and so, um, I, I, enjoy giving people suggestions, comics to read, and, uh, so, you know, once a week I try to do that, um, and since today is New Comic Book Day, I'm gonna give you one DC book, I try to give you a DC book, a Marvel book, and an independent book, just so you can get a wide range of books, um, so, um, let's start with the DC book, on the DC side, I think that you should pick up Task Force Z, number two, um, where Jason Todd leads a ragtag team of dead villains, um, They're zombies, basically, Uh, and he's basically got his own Suicide Squad, except that they're all dead. So that's interesting. Um, It was really great first issue. I'm really excited about it. Moving forward, and I'm really excited to see where the second issue. um, I got the. I picked it up. I picked up all these issues. So, um, and I'm really excited to see where that goes. So um, go with that. Now let's move on to independent independent books. Independent books, I think that you should pick up House of Slaughter number two from Boom Studios, written by James Tynan IV, um, which is um, a spin off prequel of Something Is Killing the Children. And Ooh, Something Is Killing the Children is the best independent book there is um, ongoing right now. And such a great book series. James Tynan IV is an amazing, amazing writer. And I, I just, I love what he's, everything that he does. And I I really liked House of Slaughter um, and learning more about Aaron, which is a side character in Something's Killing Children. And, yeah. So I'm really excited to see more of his story in House of Slaughter number two. And also, if you you check at your local comic book shop around, they may have the hardcover uh, Something's Killing Children. It's a... um, Book one, or and or and it includes the first three volumes of the of the series, which I think is the first eighteen episodes or eighteen issues. Um, check that out. Ask your local comic book shop about that. Support your local comic book shop. Don't buy it on Amazon. Uh, so ask your local comic book shop to get that. Um, it's a really great horror series. Really enjoyed it. Uh, for Marvel though, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm cheating this week. I'm giving you two Marvel suggestions um, because there's just uh, two number ones that are coming out, and I, I want you to get both of them. And one of those is, really, I'm cheating because it's a tie-in to Hawkeye. It's not really a tie-in. It's, it's Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, number one. It's not really much of a tie-in to the show, but since Kate Bishop is coming on the show, uh, Hawkeye is introduced on there, they um, had this first issue come out the same day. Um, and so you should definitely pick up Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, number one from Marvel. I really don't even know about the story, to be honest with you. I don't know what it's about. Um, but I really like Kate Bishop, and so I'm picking up the book. I think that you should pick up the book. Um, yeah, but my, my real Marvel choice this week is Hulk, number one, from Donny Cates and Ryan Otley, dying. Donnie Cates is one of my top five writers. Ryan Otley, if I, I if don't really, art's really not my huge deal, so I don't really know a lot of artists. However, I love Ryan Otley's art. I love The Invincible, um, which is my favorite probably series of all, really series of all time, like full series, completed series. It's my full favorite full completed series, um, independent completed series. Amazing book. Um, and so the art, him doing art on Hulk had me really really super excited and um I already got my my issue of Hulk and I've already read it and I'm going to talk about it on the next episode so um and but I can tell you this is that if you read Immortal Hulk which just ended at issue 50 from Al Ewing who went over to uh, Venom which Donnie Cakes just left they just switched books basically um you know that the Hulk um ended in a, in a really awesome place um, and this is, is kind of, it's kind of crazy. Um, Bruce Banner learned to control the Hulk and use the, and drive the Hulk like a, he's the pilot of the Hulk and the Hulk's a ship, basically. Um, that's, that's a short, quick blurb about it, um, that without trying to spoil too much about it. Um, that's basically the story of the new Hulk, Hulk number one. From Donnie Cates, Ryan Otley just came out from Marvel. You need to pick that up. You need to. Not think about it. Not these other ones you can think about. Um, but I mean, I recommend them all. But you definitely, you do not need to miss this new Hulk series from Donnie Cates. And uh, you, don't, you don't need to. Especially if you love the Hulk. Even if you don't, I mean, a huge. I mean, if you're a Marvel fan at any time, any type, you definitely need to be reading Hulk. Please. Do it. Do it. Do it for me. Or do it for yourself. Whichever one. If you like me, do it for me. If you don't like me, then do it for yourself. Um, if you don't like me and you're listening to the podcast, thanks for thanks for checking it out, man. You're, you're cool. I don't hate anybody. I'm all good. I don't care what has happened in the past or anything or whatever reason. I still like you guys. You guys are cool. Um, thanks for listening and using your ears. Listen to the entire episode. It's been fun. Go get some comic books. I gave you some plenty of choices. Check out Hitmonkey and Hawkeye and... Uh, the Jonas Brothers family roast. Lots of good things. I got a new episode that's going to be coming out soon. Um, I'm not for sure. I do know that I, I, I guarantee 100% that I will be talking about The Hulk number 1 from Donny Cates and I will be talking about the entire... Breaking that book down and giving my thoughts on the book. And uh, that's definitely going to be in. I don't know what the first impressions are going to be um, yet. Um, I, I, I I I'm going to say that I think it's going to be... I think that I'm going to go with Cowboy Bebop. Um, which, new show that just came out on Netflix, which is based on anime, and that I hear good things about. And I know that people that may list this podcast, may, may, be fans of Cowboy Bebop. So, um, anime fans. So, um, for you guys, I don't know anything about it. But I am going to watch the Cowboy Bebop. So, that you can look forward to that in the next episode. There you go. First impression, Cowboy Bebop. Watching the Hulk. Next episode, episode nine. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Dear God, I did it again. Um, I don't know why I don't just press mute because I guess I don't want to know you guys um, with my phone messing up at work. Um, it keeps logging me out. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with me for nearly an hour today and listening. It's been a fun time. If you want to be on the show, just let me know. I'm not a poet, and I'm pretty much know it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can. If you got something to promote, or if, hey, if you just want to talk about some stuff, we can do that. Um, Kyle's gonna be back on the show soon. Um, we had a great time, um, and so that we had a really long episode last last uh, week on that. So, but it it was great. So, but we will see you, or I will see you. Your ears, that is, on the next episode. And so I'm out, and I'm going to leave it here to my buddy, Freddie Lane.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody cry.